Welcome to the Intimate Conversations with Deatra Simpson podcast, where we talk about relationships, spirituality, life lessons, and all things that are possible. Today, we're going to talk about discouragement and how discouragement can cause delay. And I've really been struggling with this topic over the last few days because it has resonated for me in such a real way how much my heart and my mind, my spirit and my hands have been plagued with discouragement. How discouragement has been so deeply launched into the way that I do things, into my belief system that I didn't even realize how much I was impacted by discouragement, by my internal opposition. Because when I look back over my life and I look back over the work that I've done and I look back over the feedback that I've received, it's been nothing but praise. I mean, of course, there's the hater every now and again, but overall, I've received praise. And what I've come to terms with, I wasn't able to receive the encouragement that came from others to the point It gave me permission to rearrange what I believe about myself. And that's why it's so significant to give ourselves permission because only you can change what's going on on the inside of you. And when you are not aware and you are not conscious to the belief that is driving you, then you will continue to face the roadblocks or the barriers or the obstacles or the mountains or the valleys that go along with that belief. So for me, being discouraged and discouragement being deeply rooted inside of my belief system, discouraged because I didn't believe for the majority of my life that I mattered that I had anything valuable to give to the world. You see, I grew up poor and I grew up in an environment where everyone was struggling to survive. And that's how I saw the world. That's how I saw myself, that there was nothing that this world really had to offer me, that there was nothing that this world really had to give me, that I would just be plagued with pain and sorrow and suffering. So who am I to think that I have anything to give that's valuable? Who am I to think that I'm worthy or deserving of a prosperous or abundant life as Lisa Nichols talk about in her book, Abundance? Who am I to believe that God would use me to speak into somebody else's life? Sometimes the way in which we grow up and the beliefs that are formed from childhood, we don't even realize are formed until we're in adulthood. I didn't know that I was plagued by discouragement, that I was plagued by internal opposition. I didn't know that my heart wasn't open to receive encouragement, that I wasn't open to be uplifted or open to be propelled or open to be teachable because what did it matter anyway? What I've also realized is that you can have this mindset and still accomplish great things in your life. For example, yes, I have a master's degree. For example, yes, I'm a homeowner. For example, yes, I'm a wife and a mother. And I run a team of coaches and I I teach them how to go into the homes of families to help families to heal. 
But those things cannot fully disrupt what is going on inside of you as it relates to your belief system until you tap into a belief that no longer serve you and then make a conscious decision about what you're going to do with that belief. So I gave myself permission. I gave myself permission to be loose from discouragement, to be loose from the internal opposition, the position that I would place myself against the calling on my life, against the purpose for my life, not realizing that as long as I did not confront this belief that has held me captive, that I would not be able to fully show up. I would not be able to fully embrace my gift. I would not be able to fully allow God to use my hands that I may be a workman unto him to do what it is that he has commissioned for me to do in this earth. What I do know is that our belief system, we have dominion over. We have authority over. I've allowed this discouragement, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I've allowed it to run my life. I've allowed it to be the barrier to getting to the next step, the barrier to getting to the next phase. I've allowed it to be the obstacle, the excuse that interfered with determination and perseverance and tenacity. Even though in other areas of my life, I've been prosperous. But if I'm not prosperous in the area that God has called me to work, then what does it really mean? For example, I was reading in the book of Ezra and it was talking about how the children of Israel came out of exile after 70 years of captivity and God had called them. He had commissioned them to build the temple again in Jerusalem that had been torn down. And so when they get to Jerusalem, under the leadership of Zerubbabel, they lay the foundation of the temple. And after they lay the foundation of the temple, they worship God and they celebrate and they're excited because they're about to build this temple. Now, this temple symbolized the presence of God being with them. But when opposition came and discouragement set in, it caused a delay in them building the temple. Now, this wasn't just a week delay two weeks, three weeks, a month, three months, six months, a year. This was a 16-year delay. How has discouragement delayed you in your life? How has discouragement prevented you from stepping in your truth, standing in your truth, speaking your truth, living your truth, how long has discouragement delayed you from becoming who it is you know you were created to be? You know that you can be, that you envision yourself to be. How long has discouragement delayed you? And what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about the things that discourage you? What you gonna do about the things that create confusion in your mind that stumps you and cause you to be stuck and make you feel like you are paralyzed to make the necessary decisions to spring forth, to propel, to leap, to jump? How is discouragement causing delay in your life? Where's the opposition coming from? I know my opposition was coming from inside of me because a part of me did not believe that I was worthy. A part of me did not know how to open myself up to receive that I am 
worthy. A part of me consistently rejected my own truth that I am worthy. Even for the children of Israel, God promised them the promised land because he loved them. And that's what made them worthy to go in to the promised land. I'm worthy because of who God is and because of his promise that he wants to fulfill in my life because of the work that he wants to do through me. Just like you, you are worthy too. What work do God wanna do through you that you've been hindering because of your own internal opposition, because of the naysayer that lives inside of you, because of the one who is the rejecter, whose voice is louder inside of you? Are you willing to surrender? Surrender what you ask? To give over your fear of not being worthy? Are you willing to surrender this belief that you've been living by, that you're not good enough? Who are you to be used by God? Who are you to speak into somebody's life? Who are you to sing into somebody's life? Who are you to bring joy into somebody's life? Who are you to be loved? Who are you to be cared for? Who are you to be happy? Whatever it is, are you willing to surrender the lie that says that you are not worthy? Are you willing to surrender the excuses? Are you willing to surrender the fact that you can't make it up that mountain or move that mountain in your own strength? Are you willing to give yourself permission, permission to overcome discouragement, permission to overcome opposition, to give yourself permission to see just how strong you are, just how powerful you are, just how talented and gifted you are, just how much you have inside of you to give to the world, to see just how capable you are. Are you willing to give yourself permission to see you, to be you in all that you are, in all that you were created to be? Discouragement may be deeply rooted for you just as much as is deeply rooted for me. And what I know from my experience of pulling up trees, of pulling up weeds, that it's possible to tear down those roots. It's possible to poison those roots. It's possible to plant new seeds in good soil. It's possible to turn whatever it is inside of you around. You can turn your discouragement into encouragement. You can turn your fear into faith. You can turn what feels impossible to what is possible, and you can turn your pain into a powerful purpose. But it is going to take a work. It's going to take, first of all, a conscious choice. What's your decision around your discouragement? And what are you discouraged about? Make it plain. What you're discouraged about may be significantly different from mine, from someone else, from your partners, from your children, from your co-workers. But whatever it is, it matters. And when we come out of hiding around these things and we put it on the table, that is the only time we can really do something about it. So you got to make that decision. And then once you make that decision, everything that you say and do needs to align with that decision. And another thing that's significant is to change our vocabulary. Change your vocabulary about your current situation, your current relationship, about your future and where you're going. Change the vocabulary about how you speak 
about yourself to yourself. Give yourself permission to be encouraged. Seek encouragement and what people say to you, and then make a conscious decision based on verbal acknowledgement that you receive the encouragement. Now, it don't mean that you have to say it to the person that encouragement is coming through. It just means that you need to acknowledge it to yourself that you receive that encouragement. And that you are going to take an action that aligns with the encouragement that was given to you. For example, I was just talking to some friends and we were studying together, preparing to take an exam. And and my friend said, well, I got all of my exam paperwork. I just got to go get it. I ain't went to go get it yet. So I said, you know what? I'm going to encourage you to go get it this week. That by the next time we talk to each other, you will have your paperwork. And she was like, all right, Deidre, okay, I'm going to go get my paperwork. And I'm like, yeah. But for myself, I got to hear how easy it was for her to receive the encouragement. I also got to hear and see the expression on her face, the joy that she received because somebody cared enough to encourage her to do something that mattered to her for her. And I realized that as an encourager, that I need to give myself permission to be encouraged, to seek encouragement, and to know when encouragement has come, and to take heed to it speedily, because encouragement is a gift. And it's the evidence of my agreement to be released, to be loosed from discouragement, from opposition that keeps me from becoming who it is that I was predestined to be. So what about you? What are we going to do? Can we do this together? Can we break free from discouragement together? Can we break free from the internal opposition together? That we've become our own enemy, the enemy to the calling on our life, the enemy to our talents, the enemy to our greatness. Can we surrender the battle that we have against ourselves so we can experience the abundant life? In the word of God, Jesus says, I came to bring you life and that more abundantly. He also says that I will do exceedingly and abundantly above all you may ask, above all you may think. So then we got to be careful of what we ask and what we think. Abundance and prosperity is available to us because of who we belong to. Now, you may not agree. You may say, hey, I, well, I, I didn't decide that I belong I haven't figured that part out yet. And you know what? That's okay too. I am not here to impose my spiritual beliefs on anyone. But what I do know is that our spiritual condition is conducive to who we become and what we do in this earth. And that it is imperative that we face our spiritual self, our emotional self, our mental self, our physical self in every aspect to have the experience of wholeness so that you are perfect and complete, lacking nothing, which means that we have to deal with our whole self from the inside out. Wherever you are being attacked by discouragement is the area we should investigate because that may be the area that's tied to our purpose, that's tied to our freedom that's tied to who we are to become. And therefore, we need to be loosed 
from that discouragement so that we can manifest the things that we desire in our life. I want to leave you with this. Even in times of discouragement and despair, God is working out his plan. God protects and guides us. We must trust and follow him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Intimate Conversations with Teatra Simpson. It's been a privilege and an honor to reveal myself to you, and I look forward to our next conversation. Until then, take care of you.